This program is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the IAHE Informer Podcast. Your host is Tara Bentley, veteran homeschool mom and managing editor for The Informer magazine. The Informer is a ministry of the Indiana Association of Home Educators. For over 30 years, the IAHE has been the voice of Indiana homeschool families. The foundational purpose of the IAHE is to serve the Lord Jesus Christ by supporting and encouraging Indiana's home educators. Our mission is to encourage, protect, and serve by keeping you informed about the news and subjects that really matter. We'll cover important topics including educational opportunities, legislative issues, and finding support and encouragement. We'll also bring you interviews with our very special guests, including nationally recognized convention speakers, as well as showcasing local Indiana parents and homeschool alumni. Join us as we explore topics relevant to IAHE families all year long. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode of the Informer Podcast. Uh, It's been a little while since our last episode, but that just means we've been very busy here with the IHE. The 2015 convention was a huge success, and we are so grateful to each of you who attended and was a part of our convention. It was encouraging to see so many Indiana families come together with us in Indianapolis. And we appreciate all of the positive feedback and comments um, from all of you who were there and a part of our event. This past month has been an extremely busy time for a government affairs team. 2015 is the uh, long legislative session for Indiana, and there were over 1,200 bills introduced at the State House, keeping our team very, very busy. But without a doubt, the most attention has centered around the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. And so today, we're going to talk just a little bit uh, about that issue. Today's guest is Mrs. Debbie Ketron. She is an IAHE board member and chairperson of our government affairs team. I have been blessed to serve with Debbie in different leadership teams over the years. I've actually served with Debbie for over 10 years, uh, starting in our local support group and then as a part of the IAHE uh, at the state level. I am personally very grateful to Debbie for her servant leadership style that she brings to different organizations and her dedication and passion to protecting homeschool freedom. So thank you, Debbie, for being a part of today's show. Oh, thank you very much, Tara. Last fall, we did a podcast with another member of our government affairs team, Allison Slatter. And in that podcast, we talked about where do we get the right to homeschool? And while today's conversation is more about the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, it really is a continuation of that topic about our homeschool rights. So for those listeners who want to learn more about where we get our homeschool freedom and about today's topic, I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode as well. And I will post a link to that episode in our show notes for today's episode. So I think that one of the questions that many of our listeners may have, and so we're just going to kind of start here, is that we do live in one of the freest states in the country, and we believe that Indiana is one of the best states to homeschool children. And I guess the question that probably a lot of people have then is, why does the IHE keep talking about freedom? If our state is so free, why is it important for us to be vigilant? 
Well, it, it really is important, Russ, to maintain our vigilance here in Indiana, and you are correct that our laws are great for homeschooling and homeschool freedom here. But it is something that has to be maintained. There are a lot of threats just bubbling under the surface um, that IHE is constantly aware of, constantly trying to, to work on. And we, um, we are aware of that, and we really want homeschoolers to be able to just focus on their, their homeschool and do a great job in their homeschool endeavors. But it is important to talk about freedom in uh, Indiana, even though our homeschool freedom um, it's pretty good here. We've got pretty good laws in Indiana, but there is always threats under the surface that IHE is aware of. And even though we may not bring those to the individual homeschoolers, we are aware of those and try to deal with things behind the scenes. But, um, but we, like I said, we do know that there are threats out there. So that is why we do continue to talk about homeschool freedom and the importance of being vigilant to protect that. Well, what are the pillars that basically our homeschool freedom is built on? Um, the two pillars of homeschool freedom are religious liberty and parental rights. And recently, when the Religious Freedom Restoration Act came up in this um, before the Indiana General Assembly, IHE chose to support Senate Bill 101 or the RIFRA, uh, specifically because of the pillar of re religious liberty. Well, why don't you just go ahead and tell our listeners just a little bit more about the Act and um, what it is intended to do. Yes, um, RIFRA is a balancing test that a court uses when issues of religious liberty come before the court. And basically, the Indiana General Assembly was fulfilling its proper role to give parameters to the courts instead of allowing judges to legislate from the bench, which can happen when there are no parameters given to given to judges as they evaluate a case that comes before their court. So one of the things that we don't want to do is give legal advice, clearly. We're not lawyers, we're not accountants, and we're not CPAs, so we really don't give advice about these things. But we, it, it clearly is important that support group leaders and co-op leaders, and um, I, I know we have a lot of groups that use a lot of different terminology and how they refer to themselves, but it really is important that they stay up to date on this issue, isn't it? Oh, yes, it is. It really is. They can follow along with IHE and sign up for our, um, our a free account on the IHE website. They can follow us on our, like us on our Facebook page. They can be a part of our Facebook group. Um, if they have specific questions about RIFRA and how it would apply to their homeschool group, they could check out Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA, and her website is www.homeschoolcpa.com, or they could talk to HSLDA, which is www.hslda.org. And I know that we have um, an article that will be coming out in the next issue of The Informer. Um, it is also currently posted on our website, so we're going to include both of those um, links here in the show notes for the podcast as well. We, we really feel that it is important that fam, um, families stay current on this information. And I know that um, you and I have had this conversation, um, but I know that for a lot of volunteer leaders, they are leading support groups that probably they, they may not have formed. Someone else may have formed the group. Um, they've probably, you know, inherited their position of leadership. And 
there is a there are a lot of nonprofit laws, um, both in the state and federally, that they may not even be aware of because they don't realize that they're actually running a nonprofit in the state of Indiana and that there are laws that apply to them, and that is why they need to stay current and up-to-date on all of this information. Absolutely. It's very important. Do you have anything else that you want to share with our listeners? Well, I thought that maybe I could just run through um, a little bit about what we shared before the legislature, because I know we have different people that ask about the history of home education in Indiana, and this will touch on that just a tad. Um, as you as you know, um, IAHE was founded in 1983 to promote the idea of home education in Indiana. And this was around the same time that the modern homeschool movement began in the early 1980s when the idea of home education was revitalized by parents who were convicted by the religious beliefs to return to educating their children at home. And there were large numbers of parents in the early 1980s that felt called by God to oversee the responsibility to educate their children at home. And one of the verses out of the Bible that these these families used was Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 7 to 9. And their motivation was, you shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. And in the early uh, history of the um, modern homeschool movement, Homeschoolers in Indiana were afraid to answer their door during the day, and they kept the blinds shut, and they didn't go outside during school hours. And even in other states, there were people who were threatened with jail time, and they had to fight legal battles to secure their rights to homeschool. And we see how God has blessed their obedience with a number of homeschooled children who have gone on to be national champions in nationwide competitions, to be working at top levels in government and industry, and really to be assets in their community. And we have seen and we've proven to the nation that home education works. And over three decades later, many parents are still motivated by religious belief to teach their children at home. And basically, um, you know, our right to education is a right that is stemming from the Indiana Constitution. And, um, and that was one of the reasons that why, why we had supported RIFRA, um, because RIFRA had to do with um, state laws. So this was going to allow us to make sure that homeschooling remains a viable option for parents to choose based on religious convictions and also based on their parental right to direct their own children's education. And as we like to say at IEG, when we are defending the right of parents to homeschool, we're basically defending the right of every parent to choose what other, what of, whatever option um, they seem um, fit and best for their child. And I think that that's really important um, for a lot of families. Uh, we are a Christian um, organization with an original Christian mission statement, but we do serve all homeschoolers because we believe that homeschool freedom is for all parents. Absolutely. Well, I think that that's a lot of information for our families today. We know that there are probably a lot more questions about RIFRA uh, that families may have out there. We encourage you to send your questions to us directly, either via email or on our website. Um, also on our Facebook group, we have a very active Facebook group with over 2,000 families. We have a lot of great conversations there. It's a great place to get educated about this and a lot of other issues. We just encourage families to make sure that you are on our email list and that you sign up for the Informer magazine. 
Thank you very much again, Debbie, for spending this time with us, for sharing information about the RIFRA and why it is important for homeschool leaders to stay informed. Uh, we encourage families to, again, check out our website, www.iahe.net, and to stay connected with your state organization. Thanks again, Debbie. Thank you, Sarah, for having me on today. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed our show and will join us next time for the IAHE Informer podcast. You can always find the latest shows on the web through Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at ultimateradioshow.com. For more information about the Indiana Association of Home Educators, visit us on the web at iahe.net. You can also find the IAHE on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until then, God bless. Thank you.